Good morning, stock fam. Do, 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 do. It is Thursday. Welcome to Thursday's episode of Behind the Bid. It is June 13th. My name is Jake. I will be your host today. And this show is sponsored by Trade of the Week, tradeoftheweek.net. This is a project I started and it's for uh, adding your videos and sharing trading strategies. So who will be the first person to post on tradeoftheweek.net? That is the question. We'll talk more about that later. I have a great show for you today. So there's a few things going on in our pre-market that are really interesting and exciting and excited to bring them to you. So first, we're going to go over IPOs in the IPO market. Fiverr is getting listed today. Then we'll cover earnings in Lululemon and Restoration Hardware. Then we have some news in Beyond Meat. And we have a big gapper in Provention Bio again and a big gap down in Savara, which is a biotech. So we're going to cover all those on the show today. So there's a few companies reporting earnings, about 10 companies reporting earnings today. So most notable are Lululemon, Restoration Hardware, Neptune Technologies, which is in the cannabis space, Tailored Brands, which is a retailer, Oxford Industries, Tufin Software, which is in cybersecurity, which has been pretty hot lately, and Duluth Holdings. Now remember this show is entertainment only, not investment advice, and make sure you check all your facts before you continue. I try to be factually correct, although occasionally I do make errors. So this is a great article from CNBC saying IPOs, one of the hottest trades of the year so far, doubling the market's return. And certainly IPOs have been nuts. So we have some examples here. Beyond Meat up 400%, Zoom up 200%, PagerDuty up 100%, Pinterest up 50%. And there's actually this ETF called Renaissance Capital IPO ETF that has a basket of 60 of the most recent uh, large IPOs. And that's up 34% for the year. So really... Interesting, man. IPO is getting crazy. Yesterday, CrowdStrike listed ticker CRWD. This stock got IPO'd at $34. We got listed at 64. So something like a 90% gain, 80% gain on the day. We're gapping up again on CrowdStrike. So just crazy. CrowdStrike's in the uh, cybersecurity space. Now, Fiverr is getting listed here today. Dun, da, da, da. Ticker, they're going to be listed on the NICE under ticker FVRR. And so Fiverr, of course, is uh, part of the this gig economy where you could kind of go and get freelance work uh, for cheap. So Fiverr, this is the website, find the perfect freelance services for your business. And so this is, you know, honestly, not a lot of people are talking about Fiverr. It seems to be pretty quiet. Um, so it's going to be listed for a $650 million valuation. So definitely a small cap. I did find this great podcast by Motley Fool talking about Fiverr and comparing it with Upwork and saying that Fiverr is not, um, they're pretty bearish on Fiverr, actually saying that uh, Upwork is much better. Upwork has better retention. Upwork, Upwork has corporate customers, whereas Fiverr doesn't. And you don't generally do repeat business on Fiverr. So they were saying you should... They were even rec they were definitely recommending to stay away from Fiverr and buy Upwork, which is about three times the value of Fiverr. All right, let's get to some earnings. So Restoration Hardware, ticker RH, we reported earnings today. And man, we are up here 22%. Restoration Hardware is trading at about 116 bucks. So Restoration Hardware is a... Um, it's a home furnishings company. It sells its merchandise through retail stores, catalogs, and online. They have 70 galleries, eight full-time design galleries, 
and six baby and child galleries. So their website, man, if you go to their website, this is one of my favorite websites to go to. It's always so beautiful, just the design that they have. And they launched this new segment called Beach House, Art Restoration Hardware Beach House, which is also impacting their earnings. And you can just see just everything is always gorgeous at Restoration Hardware. So the earnings today, uh, this is a, the headline from Yahoo Finance, RH stock soars as Q1 EPS smash guidance. So the earnings look really amazing. Uh, they beat on EPS, they beat on revs, and they upped their guidance, which was really unexpected, especially considering that last quarter they lowered their guidance. So here's Tracy Reinick talking about the conference call. One question that was asked is why they lowered their guidance last quarter and are raising it this quarter. So this is Jim Cramer saying, RH crushes it. Congrats to Gary and his team. So a lot of bullishness. And I do want to point out Restoration Hardware has a huge short float. A lot of people betting against this company. It's got a 28% short float, which is maybe one reason why we're gapping up. We may see a big move out of the open, gapping up here 22% on Restoration Hardware. All right, let's cover Lululemon Athletica. So Lululemon, ticker LULU. This is a self-described yoga-inspired athletic apparel company for men and women. Here's their website, so you can see um, lots of athletics uh, going on, yoga-inspired athletics. So Lululemon kind of follows in that space with Nike, with Under Armour. All those stocks have been performing very well recently. And Lululemon is a very, it's an expensive company actually for, for the what it is. It's a $22 billion market company, so definitely a large cap. Now, earnings came out today. Earnings looked really good. They had strong earnings. They raised their full year guidance. Everything you wanna see, beat, raise, beat on revenue, beat on EPS, beat on, raise their guidance, everything looking good. This is Jeff Mackey saying, Lulu, does terrific infographics, infographics, which is argue, arguably the best measure of a company. And it's so true. They always uh, put out these. This is one of their infographics where it says their growth pillars. And you can see men's revenue, 33% growth, uh, North America growth, 18%, digital growth, 35%, international growth, 39%. So a lot of bullishness on Lulu. Uh, this is Epica Capital saying Lulu. So he, he is, so as a trader, uh, traders are not always looking, uh, maybe looking uh, that this was priced to perfection. So this is Epica Capital saying, Lulu, stock is up huge year to date and high expectations into earnings, which seemed kind of lame to me in after hours. Tend to think decent chance might fade back red tomorrow, not touching it after hours. Want to see what analyst comments are in the AM first. So Lulu, definitely one of those stocks priced to perfection trading here touching 52-week highs in the pre-market. All right, let's touch on Beyond Meat, ticker BYND. Beyond Meat's gapping down here. 6% in the pre, actually 3% in the pre-market. We were down 6% earlier. Uh, Beyond Meat, of course, is the producer of plant-based meat substitutes. And today we got a rock, we got some news from Tyson, uh, ticker TSN, and they are actually entering the space of these plant-based meat substitutes. So Tyson Foods tweeting out here, they're expanding their position as a global protein leader to meet the growing demand for plant-based protein with their new raised and root plant-based nuggets and blended patties. So a lot of people poking fun at Beyond Meat. This is Gen SEO saying, now it's he calls it Beyond Moat. <laughs> Got a kick out of that. All right, my pleasure to be here with you. Please remember to give this video a like, subscribe to the channel, 
And if you're listening to this in podcast form, go ahead and please leave a review so other people can find the show. Yesterday, I saw a great article from Seven Points Capital where uh, Stan Glusman, who is at uh, Chiocana Trader on Twitter, talking about his morning prep, everything he does uh, in the morning to get ready for his trading day, including all the different media that he um, consumes in order to be, feel prepared for the trading day. And he mentions behind the bid, which I really, really appreciate. This is a great article of a real professional trader of how they actually get ready for the day. And so in homage to Stan and in homage to uh, Seven Points Cap, I actually put together a list on Twitter of everybody I know that's associated with, Centra, with a Seven Points Cap uh, so it's called Lists Trader Seven Points Cap. It's about 10 accounts, and you can kind of follow this list, and you can see everybody at Seven Points Cap who is tweeting throughout the day, which I think is really neat. So I put a link to this in the show notes below, or you can just go to Twitter slash behind the bid slash list slash traders dash seven points cap. Also, don't forget to check out tradeoftheweek.net. So this is a free service where different traders can put up short videos describing their best trades of the week. Why would, why did you, why was this uh, particular stock on your watch list? What were you thinking? What was your strategy? And then the community can up or down, downvote these videos and we can have one trade of the week on the site that gets promoted. So if you add a video, I will definitely uh, retweet and promote your video. I'd love to see who is going to be the first person to post a video on trade of the week. All right, let's cover Provention Bio, ticker PRVB, Provention Bio. We are gapping up here 5% in the pre-market. So Provention Bio is a biotech. It's a small cap of $500 million biotech. And so Provention Bio, we covered this earlier in the week when they reported some news on their diabetes study. So this is an article from CNBC talking about how they um, they had a diabetes prevention study. This is for type 1 diabetes, where they were able to show a delayed onset of two years by taking this drug. And this is an immunotherapy. So very exciting results. After this came out, there was a, an, um, an analyst, this is Lou Bassanis, talking. He released this article saying uh, that the drug, you should buy this company up to quote, almost any price, because this is really, really groundbreaking. Lou Bassanist is, uh, he's a, uh, an analyst, and occasionally he's on Bloomberg. I believe he's on Bloomberg today. So the news today is that they uh, were going to file an offering. They were going to sell some stock. And the financing deal, they announced today that they are not going to do it. So this is Julius Airy saying, looks like PRVB financing deal fell through at these prices. Retailers thinking this is great news, pre-market typical. So the question is, what happened? Why could they not find anybody to buy these shares? There's a lot of speculation going on on Twitter. This is Adam Feuerstein saying no demand beyond traders, question mark. And Lou Bassanist coming back and saying, actually, there's more to it. He says here, Lee, Lee Rink tried to jam at last minute on price. Existing shareholders accounting for over 50% pushback against dilution because company has 51 million in cash. If interested, DM and can share more details. And again, Lou, I believe, is going to be on Bloomberg again today. So he may be talking about this stock. I believe he's going to be talking about Facebook, but may drop some hints about his position and opinions in prevention. 
All right, finally, want to cover Savara, ticker SVRA. Savara is gapping down a ton, 75%, gapping down 75% in the pre-market. Savara was already a very, very cheap company. It was a $400 million market cap company. Now it's one quarter of that. So Savara is a biotech. They try to do uh, drugs here for orphan lung disease. And so the news today, not surprisingly, is that they had a failed drug study. So this is endpoints.com talking about Savara shares crushed as the phase three trial flunks the primary and secondary key endpoints. And so that basically the company uh, came out and bluntly conceded that their drug, Mulgradix, does not work for the disease they were trying to uh, cure, which is called autoimmune pulmonary avalar proteinosis. And so a lot of traders talking about this. This is Savara. This is their, their pipeline, all the drugs that they're trying to do. And here's a tweet from Kevin Wolcott. Uh, I like this a lot. So he took their pipeline. He said, OK, no more Mulgradix, uh, but they do have 100 million in cash and remaining pipeline. So here is a tweet from Chili Pickle saying, Savara, three cell side models I've looked at, Roth, Jeffries, and H.C. Wainwright, call another drug they have, uh, Aerovanc, at $4 a share. And so this company has $2 a share of cash, so they could bounce. So, so he says this could bounce. So the company is now trading at about $2.50 a share with $2 a share in cash. So the question is, which way will we go given this drug is gone, but they have other drugs in the pipeline? All right. Good to see everybody. Active Dino saying seven points brought me here. Really cool to see that... Uh, Seven, that, uh, that you came here. Welcome, Active Dino. Um, so great to see, and great to see uh, that this show is growing and people are actually adding it to their pre-market routine. That's really, really cool and really makes me happy. All right, guys, remember this show is on every single day, 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time, and I hope to see you guys tomorrow on Friday.